Hello, and welcome to Boozy Book Reports, a simple podcast where we revisit childhood classics whilst drinking copious amounts of alcohol. We're your hosts, Beth and Sam. And this month, we're reporting on Remember Me by Christopher Pike, first published in 1989. That was the year I was born. Oh, <laughs> that was the year I was in third grade. Uh, just quick, before we even start anything, I just want to give a quick trigger warning that there are mentions of murder and suicide in this book. So if that bothers you, stop now. You've been warned. Let's get into the drinks. Sam made us two doozies. Yeah. So uh, these both are kind of inspired by the book because, uh, you know, that's kind of what we do here. Uh, so, you know, Sherry, our girl Sherry, the, the <laughs> Sherry Cooper, <laughs> Sherry Cooper, the main character, little SoCal girl uh, in 1989, we thought that she might be kind of a fancy girl. She is kind of a fancy girl. She gets like a Ferrari. I know. She's a rich girl. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we thought, you know, here in a couple of years, she's going to be into sex in the city. She'll be oh, yeah. like in her mid early 20s. She will identify with Carrie. Yes. Well, she, if she was alive. Well, from <laughs> from heaven, she will identify. Had she lived, she would have identified with Carrie. So uh, we went ahead with a classic Cosmo, little pink, a uh, little pink drink. So yeah, we also did a sugared rim. Beth, you gave me these sugars. It was like a coconut berry sugar. Oh, fancy. Yeah. And and for those of us out there that are not drinkers, what is in a Cosmo? Yeah, so it's a cranberry juice cocktail. So there's cranberry juice, there's lime juice, uh, there's vodka, and a little bit of Cointreau or like an orange liqueur. Ooh. Yeah. And then why is this one so sparkly? Oh, so uh, my friend uh, Boyana gave me some edible glitter, which I thought kind of went along with the theme. Oh, yes. So cause she's a fancy girl. She'd probably like a, a sparkle drink. So yeah, made a little sparkly drink. So oh. cheers. Cheers. Yummy. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's delicious. I don't taste the alcohol, which is dangerous. Yeah. There's a lot of alcohol in this. So <laughs> go slow. <laughs> yeah. Zipper. Uh, yeah, so apologies in advance for the slurred words and the incoherent talk later. <laughs> it's just the glitter. <laughs> okay, and then the second drink is is kind of like, a, I call it pinkish, yeah. pink drink. Yeah, so uh, this is a twist on a dark and stormy. So this is something we actually serve at my house. Like I have a little cocktail menu at my house. Uh, <laughs> it is very true. And it's like laminated, right? No, I just shoved it in a binder like sleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's mostly so you don't dribble on it. Yeah. I just, and, and let me just say, cause I've been to ha uh, Ham's, Ham's house many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it is an extensive list. Well, and with lots of options for different liquors and all kinds of things. Yeah. So this sort of happened during the, actually the whole cocktail thing really did start during the pandemic for yeah. us. Cause I think, I, th I don't know if I've told this story before, but we made, we made shots for each other. Kevin oh, and I did. I didn't know that. Oh, it was so bad. Kevin made me one called A Song of Ice and Fire, and it was just fireball and peppermint schnapps oh, mixed together. Inappropriate. It was so gross. <laughs> and so we were like, oh, we got to like actually learn how to do this because we're so bad. I made him like one called like breakfast, and it was like a, it was maple syrup and like that pinnacle whipped cream vodka. It was terrible. So oh. anyway, we started making our own cocktails. We watched a bunch of like videos and read some books about like what makes like a classic cocktail and what are the, the ratios. And so this one is one we make at our house. Uh, it's called a Stockholm Harbor. So, you know, she gets murdered on a dark stormy night, mm -hmm. very mystery novel. So um, this is a twist on that. So instead of rum, we use a uh, Swedish punch, which is punch, punch, <laughs> uh, which is sort of like a rum like liqueur. It, it's actually this will compensate for the Cosmo because this is low AB, okay, ABV. Okay. 
So uh, yeah, it's Poonch ginger beer. We added a splash of cranberry to it. Normally I would do lime juice, but you know, pinky drinks. Mm -hmm. And then I garnished with a candied orange peel, also from Boyana. Love it. Okay, here we go. Freaking refreshing. Isn't that good? So good. Yeah, this one's the one we make like when somebody's like, I have to drive later or something. I, this is the one I say, okay, if you want just like a little bit of alcohol, yeah, it's low ABV. It's good in the summer. It's a, it's a porch pounder. Yes. <sighs> I feel happy. I mean, I'm three sips in and technically a shot in too, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm so super excited. Let's for this. talk about this murdered girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a good book though. So, okay. Yeah. So Sam's going to read us the back of the book for those of you that um, haven't read this in a hot minute or have never heard of this story. Yeah. I'd never heard of this one. I'd never read this, mm-hmm. but uh, she did not understand that she was dead. When Sherry Cooper awoke at home after being at her girlfriend's birthday party, her family acted like she wasn't there. They didn't hear a thing she said. They wouldn't even look at her. Then a call came from the hospital. Her father and brother paled. Her mother started to cry. Sherry didn't know what was wrong, not until she followed them to the hospital. There she found herself lying on a cold slab in the morgue. The police said it was suicide. Sherry knew she had been murdered. Making a vow to herself to find her killer, Sherry embarks on the strangest of all criminal investigations, one in which she spies on her old friends and even enters into their dreams, where she comes face to face with a nightmare from beyond the grave, the shadow, a thing more horrible than death itself, the key to Sherry's death, the only thing that can stop her murderer from murdering again. Oh. It's very like yeah. film noir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And classic I, murder mystery. Oh, yeah. And I totally read this book for the first time probably when I was like, so it came out in 89. I was probably like 12, 13, 14. Oh, perfect age for and this. I felt I fell in love with Christopher Pike books. Like I read The Witch and they have one called like The Last Dance. And actually a lot of his books are series. So this is th- part one of a three-part series. Yeah. Um. I don't remember reading part two or three, but I did read number one. <laughs> and I was, I don't know why I loved these books. Yeah. Loved them. I get it. I actually really liked this one. Yeah. I was a little bit, uh, I think the beginning was a little bit slow and mm-hmm. I was sort of annoyed uh, by, you know, a poor little rich girl, you know, and her Ferrari and her boyfriend. <laughs> and, but the more we got into it, it was actually really good. I liked it. Yeah. So the book starts off. Um, we meet Sherry Cooper. And we find out that she is, um, uh, I would say she was like, well, first of all, we find out she's dead. Let me just back that up. So she immediately is like, uh, I'm dead. I'm a ghost. People might call me a ghost. Um, I would like to be called a poltergeist. Don't know the difference between the two, but that's what I would want to be. And um, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) What kind of ghost do you want to be, Sam? (laughs) Spirit. (laughs) But we find out pretty quick that, you know, something tragic has happened, but she kind of had it all. She had this boyfriend named Dan. He was kind of a dick. He was kind of a dick. And I think he really liked her mostly for her car because she had like, her parents are rich. She's rich. They have a housekeeper. She has an older brother, Jimmy. Yep. Or Jim, and um, who is opted out of college and is working. Yeah. And um, is dating the housekeeper's daughter, Amanda. Yeah. And, but Sherry's just like, she's that girl. Mm-hmm. She's blonde. She's cute. She yep. has a hot car and a hot boyfriend. And they've been doing hot, sexy stuff. 
And yeah, she's living her best life. It kind of reminded me of the beginning of like Veronica Mars. Did you ever watch Veronica oh, Mars? I love Veronica I Mars. Too. That was such a so good show. Good. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, at the beginning, you know, in all the flashbacks, she is, she's the same thing. She's like, she's the hot girl. It's Southern California. They're going to go, you know, spend the summer on the beach, you know, spooning and yeah, I whatever you do on the beach, I don't know. I like spooning. It's sandy. I don't know what you. I do. know, like the crevices. As you said, spooning. I'm like, well, where's the sand going? They're and all my hugging. crevices. Yep, it's PG thirteen. This is a children's book. Well, <laughs> this was not. They, no, it wasn't. They were they were they were fooling around pretty heavily, which I love, yeah. like that fooling around. Yeah. Anyway, Heavy petting. <laughs> oh, that's so cringe. <laughs> so gross. Um. So as we start into the book, one thing that really from the get-go really got me was the way she described her own brother because it was a very like kind of bulging muscles and like oh like she really has an a love for her brother yeah um i mean we're literally like six pages in and she, he's she's just like impressed by his like muscles and different things a little bit um, it was, I mean, not too much, yeah, but just a little bit. I was she's, just like, she's like, she admires him a lot. She like cares very deeply for her brother. I agree. I just have never, I have a brother yeah, and I would never say any of those things about my brother. I mean, I've talked about how my brother's strong. Like my brother's hella strong and still to this day, he like told me <laughs> what he just, you know, he was like, oh yeah, I got back into lifting and then I banged out, you know, an incredible amount of weight while just benching just, you know, for the heck of it. I'm like damn, you're so strong. Uh, I've talked about that and like how like good at wrestling he was mm -hmm. and how like, how like fit he was, but it never, yeah, I, there was a little, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like it full was incesty. No, but, but it was just a little bit, mm, yeah. one step too far. Yeah. I've never talked about my brother's muscles. Maybe other than we're saying older, like older sisters though. Oh yeah. And my brother was because we're older sisters. Four years younger yeah, than me. Like, six, so. so half the time I was like, he's a Muppet. Mm -hmm. And then the other half, I was like, oh, he's also a Muppet who wrestles. Good job, bud. <laughs> now he's like a person, but <laughs> now he's like my buddy. But yeah, yeah, there were, I, there was a couple points where I was like, all right, oh, so. it's your brother. That's cool. Yeah, let's bring it down again. But she, does, notch. she does like look up to him a lot. And yes. it's like probably the most important relationship in her life. Oh, more absolutely. Than absolutely. Yeah. And she even mentions like she gets a little bit jealous of his girlfriend, Amanda, because Amanda's beautiful. Yeah. And. And they have, you know, they're starting to like kind of go off and just yeah. be a couple without her. And I didn't think that was so creepy because like, I don't I, think I it's could, creepy. Yeah. It was just, yeah. But that part, that part you can kind of like relate to in some sense, because like when you're I don't know, not that I felt like jealous or anything. That sounds weird. But, you know, when my brother and, and both my brother and my sister started like hanging out more with you know significant their partners others, yeah. and their significant others i was like yeah that's cool i'm really I, like i'm very happy for them and i love my my in-laws like to death i love my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law to death but there, there is like a moment where you're like oh you were kind of my buddy and now you're doing your thing yeah and that's good but calm is my buddy you know? i i have the same feelings about my brother i love his his yeah. partner i think she's amazing but i was like guys i want to hang out too hang mm -hmm. out with me mm -hmm. it's a little bit yeah, sad. But yeah. what you do? Hey, hey, you guys! What you guys have inside jokes? Uh, what is it about? <laughs> so, oh, 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 oh! Uh, uh, maybe uh, not. Leaving, maybe not. Leaving, uh, leaving, bye. <laughs> but no, I, I think that that part I was, I sort of like, yeah, I get that when you think you're like, kind of losing your like all time buddy. Yeah, but even though it's yeah, fine. Yeah. So Amanda comes over. At Sherry's getting ready for this party at yep. Beth's house, and her and Dan are gonna go to this super fun party. Yeah. 
with her best friend. With her best friend. And to the girl she doesn't really even like. She doesn't. And she buys her some crappy. And it's Beth's birthday. <laughs> yeah. And she buys her like a record album that she knows she's going to hate. It's like on a Led sale. Zeppelin one. Because uh, she the got Beatles. it. Oh, the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, she got, got it on sale. <laughs> so they're getting ready to go. And I think, I, as I recall, Amanda kind of got hoisted. Like, hey, you should take Amanda too. Mm-hmm. Who Amanda who is the brother's girlfriend, is also the housekeeper's daughter. Yeah. And Sherry and the housekeeper are very close to each other. Yeah. So anyway, they get all ready to go. And um, uh, Dan's very annoyed that they can't take her sports car because they have to pick everyone up. Again, he likes the car more than anything. Yeah. But he's very also... Much so. he's I mean, also there's sh- a part where he's like kicking the tires yeah. and like, it's like, calm down, sir. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Also, like, you're not a mechanic. And what does kicking the tires do? I... I'm not a mechanic. I, I know. know. Maybe it's actually like serves a purpose and I'm just stupid. But Maybe it's checking use... the inflation of the tire. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie. Like, <laughs> I, I feel know. like that wouldn't, right? That just doesn't, anyway, it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. He's kind of bummed. And then he's a little bit annoyed that they have to pick up Joe, mm-hmm. who is Sherry's best friend. Yes. And those two don't get along that well. Well, and also Joe knows that, um, uh, maybe Sherry and her boyfriend had a uh, somewhat disappointing uh, sexual experience. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and she makes a comment and that really pisses off the boyfriend. Yeah. What's the boyfriend's name again? Dan. Dan, Dan. Dan and yeah. his member. Dan, uh, Dan couldn't go the distance in no. some sense. Or, yeah, it wasn't. In a lot of great, senses. Which yeah. is normal no, yes. and natural. Yeah. But they make Joe makes a comment that implies that she knows, and yeah. Dan's pretty pissed off about that. Yeah. Which fair, fair. Yeah, Joe should have made the comment. I mean, yeah, <laughs> she could have thought it yeah. or said it, whispered later. But, but I think the comment wasn't even like that. It was sort of an innocuous thing, and then Dan he knows he's now sensitive knows. about it. Yeah, yeah, he's sensitive, so he might have been oversensitive. So anyway, they get to Beth's condo and her parents yeah. live in this gated building community. And because they're everybody's rich except for Amanda <laughs> and yeah. her family, um, which s- forgot to say, Amanda is actually Joe's cousin. So their yes. moms are sisters. Yes. And Joe's mom's a lot more fun. Amanda's mom is very like religious and well, stuffy. Joe's mom just like smokes and nurses, right? That's like what she does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not that fun. She just smokes <laughs> and nurses. Well, she's she feels more fun than. The That's other true. mom. She's yeah. probably a little bit more relatable, but but Sherry has like a really close bond with Mrs. Uh, Parrish. Parrish, mm-hmm. yeah. Mrs. Parrish, the yeah. religious lady. Annie Hoot and Nanny. So Amanda and Joe are cousins. Yeah. And you have to know all this because it's going to come up. Yeah. Because it's But important. they don't really act like it. No, because their families aren't close. There was a falling out between the sisters and yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. talk or anything. Yeah, so. they're, they're not that close. Yeah. But, but yeah. That's, they're they're yeah. close enough to party together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Parties bring people together. So they go to this party. It's yeah. happening. It's cool. Beth and Dan end up in the hot tub. And her top's so, off yeah. or some shit Big like that. Just Big, there is a recurring theme in all of these books with one boobalicious babe. Yeah, who's slightly bullied. Who's... <laughs> Leave the big boob girl alone. <laughs> All of these books. Leave her alone. Oh my gosh. It's Leave crazy. Bethany alone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, that's one of my favorite internet memes of all time. Chris Crocker, yeah. baby. Yeah. So that was one of the original ones. Mm-hmm. Leave Bethany alone. Well, leave the booby girls alone. Yes. Chris Crocker is on TikTok. So if you ever want a, an update, I cannot get on TikTok. Or they are out there. Yes. I have far too many 
uh, no. <laughs> already obsessive <laughs> as it is. Absolutely no. I but I'll not. just send you them when I find them. I like that. Okay. Yeah, so those are my siblings. I like that too. <laughs> so, okay. So the party's kind of raging and they're all having fun, whatever. It's like an 80s party. And then it starts to die down. Yeah. And we're kind of left with like this small group. So it's Dan and Beth, Joe, Amanda, Sherry, and then this guy named Josh. Josh. Uh, Jeff. 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 The brother. The brother of this guy named Peter who passed away a year ago. Who Sherry was like quite close with actually. And yeah. was sad about the death of this person. Yes. Um, Joe is very into the occult. Like she yeah. is. She is like mini witch, which. Yeah. Can, yeah. It's cool. She's burning sage. Yeah. She's. She's doing crystals. Sam loves crystals, by the way. <laughs> I like geology, <laughs> not crystal. I'm always like, Sam, what crystal will help me to feel better about my life? You keep I need threatening to-, <laughs> to go to the gym and mineral show and like <laughs> embarrassing her and her her partner, just being like, oh, oh. guys, which one is going to help you know me to f- my my indigestion? Which one can I bathe in moonlight to? Oh um, my gosh! And if that's Listen, your thing, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be. If a it douche. makes you feel better, you know, I have little like tokens and talismans and things that I keep with me that like give me a positive response and I like them and and then you know I keep a you know I keep some stuff in my bag that's like yeah. you know equal yeah. equally to my dad crystal? was a crystal guy really yeah Fred Fred was a crystal guy <laughs> he's gone now but he he also was a uh, he really liked Buddhist statues too yeah so he had a collection of like jade Buddhist like statues in his house in our in our house, sorry, it's already happening, guys. And then he had I would buy him like crystals sometimes for healing nice. and stuff. He was he was into it. So My sister in law, like, right. she's into she's she's a crystal girl. Yeah, and like I, it's actually it's kind of fun because then I get to buy her cool crystals. Yeah, and we we like them for for not the different reasons, but we we I get to buy her cool crystals, That's which cool. is like really fun. I like the geology side of it. I get to buy her cool specimens. And I just want to state for the record that like I'm not against crystal girls. Or crystal ladies, crystal people, whoever. I'm not a fan of like goop crystal. Don't put a jade egg in your hooey. Yeah, not, don't, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jade is incredibly porous. Yeah. Like just for health reasons. Yeah. It's very porous. Yeah. I mean, you can't clean that out. Bacteria, Mm. put it back in. Anyway, so (laughs) if we're misinformed, let us know in the comments, guys. Okay. So they go to the party. It's winding down. Joe's like, hey, guys, you know what time it is? Time to bring out the Ouija board. We're going to invoke a spirit. I think we've talked about this before because other, I think, didn't go ask Alice. They brought out a Ouija board, too. I think so, yeah. Did you do Ouija board? Oh, yeah. Same. But I had but I had like the Parker Brothers yeah. Ouija board. So Bought it at felt, Target. Yeah, it was not. Uh, okay, so my friend Jill and I, I think we were in middle school and we were doing Ouija board in mm-hmm. my room. It was two of us, so it doesn't even really work, you know? But I had a candle burning and the candle was kind of low and all of a sudden the flame went from like a normal yellow flame to a purple flame oh. and she freaked out and threw the board across the room and it was like <laughs> a whole thing, so. Yeah, we used to sit out on my friend's trampoline and do Ouija board a lot when I was like a kid, middle school. It's like the time when you kind of go through that era yeah. I went through my like witchy era. I like because that's what the kids talk yeah. about these days. The eras. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, at least that's what they're talking about on Drag Race. Um, I had a witchy era where I like painted a wand and, mm. you know, was on a, like astrology.com a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mean, everybody does. I, absolutely. I totally, I mean, I even do some of that now. So like if I'm yeah. having a really bad day, I will go look at my horoscope for the day. Oh, or I do stuff it like every that. year. I, Kevin gets so frustrated because he's such a like physics guy. <laughs> and then I'm like, do you want to know your horoscope for the year? And he's like, no, but you're going to tell me anyway. And I'm yeah. like, yes, yes you're going to be lucky in love. <laughs> you're like, congratulations. <laughs> Here <What>? I am. <laughs> you're going to find new love. Uh, with who? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's I, I, I always like like reading it just because it's kind of fun to see. And yeah. To sort of imagine like a future type well, thing. Uh, what, are, what sign are you? Oh, Libra. I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. When I read about it, like yeah. my, my sign though, it is very, I'm like, it all lines up. Yeah. And it doesn't do that for every other sign. I don't think that, you know, I'm not, uh, anyway, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. My I'm sister-in-law just read into like it. my star chart thing and on the day I was born and with day and time and all that. And there were some things that were kind of like, it was like a little uncanny. Yeah. 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 There was a little bit where I was like, oh, hmm, Okay. I would say that's true, <laughs> but you know, yeah, who knows if it's just happenstance. Well, I mean, Joe's again, Joe's really into this yeah. and they decide to like, I think Amanda goes first or Beth. I can't remember which one of the, one of the girls Beth. goes first and, and they then, do the magnet thing. Yes. The, like, yeah. Basically light as a feather, stiff as a board yes. with questions. Yes. And then she, she swaps out with Sherry and then they decide to like, try to contact Peter, mm -hmm. Jeff's dead brother mm -hmm. on the other side, which Kind it's kind of effed up. That's kind of insensitive to Jeff, who's yeah. like also watching his girlfriend, who is Beth, like take her top off, top off in a hot tub <laughs> with somebody else's boyfriend. I forgot they're dating. They <laughs> are, yeah. They're they're all. It was very um, modular. <laughs> that's not the right word, but that's what I'm using. It's high school interchangeable. Yes, yeah. yes. You just swing around and swap around yes. and whatever. So Joe's like doing this whole thing, but. Sherry goes into a trance. Mm -hmm. Sherry like starts saying some things and it gets real intense real fast. Yeah. And then they just stop kind of right before it really like they really make real contact and like she's exhausted now. And so yeah. they kind of all disperse throughout Beth's house to kind of regroup. Mm -hmm. And again, the party for the most part, is, like, it's just the, the the few of them. So Sherry goes out onto the balcony. Um, She's looking she out. some fresh air. Fresh air. I mean, of course, Beth has, you know, a view of the ocean from her bedroom. Rich girl. Um, So nice. Anyway, <laughs> and the next thing she knows... Game over. Yeah. She, she goes home. She, she goes home. She wakes up the next day. She doesn't know how she got home. She starts talking to her family. Mm -hmm. They are ignoring her. Mm -hmm. She's like, what is going on? And then they get a phone call and they are frantic. Mm -hmm. Like something terrible has happened. And she gets in the car with them and they get to the morgue and she's on the slab. <laughs> Surprise, girl. You did. You're dead. And yep. it, it was a shock to say yep. the least. And... Yeah. I think it was even more shocking for her is everybody thought she did it on purpose. Yeah, that part where she was like, why would I, I had everything? Yeah. Why would everybody think I'd want to kill myself? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, her reaction to, to seeing herself um, in the morgue and her, her um, crushed, crushed skull, skull <laughs> was not great. She yeah. landed headfirst on the, the cement. So, yeah. No, she, I mean, like, could you imagine how like shocking that would be? It's very, you know, I see dead people. Like yeah. shock or a did ghost. You, did you ever watch Dead Like Me? No. It was a great series in the 90s, early 2000s. It must have been early 2000s. Yeah. And it was about this girl who, um, her name's Georgia. I think it might be based on a comic. I'm not 100%. But she is walking, trying to go. She's kind of like a slacker, not really like trying to figure out life and not really there yet. And she's going to a job interview or her first 
week on the job or something and she gets hit by a toilet that fell out of like an airplane okay, or something yeah. <laughs> and she becomes a grim reaper oh and so she is it's it's a great series i yeah. will link it but it's uh it's really good but it's just that thing of like re- recognizing your own yeah mortality death whatever and, and being like in the worst way you know sort of confronted with it you know it's it's the scrooge moment right where he sees everybody celebrating his death and stuff you know yeah she sees everybody reacting to her death she sees her boyfriend reacting mm-hmm. to her death her best friend yeah uh and then i so she i can't i think she passes out for like three days or something like she's so overcome and then she ends up at her funeral yeah and she's very sad at the at the mm-hmm. turnout yeah it was uh not great no and well and there's there's she's like also frustrated because everybody thinks that she killed herself yeah and so she's also left with like this stigma of suicide. Yes. Which is, you know, really people don't want to go to be seen with her. But she she has this moment at, where she sees uh, Mrs. Parrish praying at her funeral mm-hmm. for her soul. And she sees like the light over Mrs. Parrish. And in some sense, it's like a bit comforting to her. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I can't imagine. Hope yeah. That's not how it goes down for me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I would. I would go to your funeral have you ever thought about that like if i died um, tomorrow who would be at my funeral it's kind of morbid but I've, I've always wondered if people would be sad or if they'd be like you know ding dong the witch is dead okay definitely option one <laughs> <laughs> okay there'd be some sad people but yeah i don't know i do wonder that sometimes mm-hmm. but at the same time I, in, there's an, also a part of me that like just doesn't want to know yeah yeah doesn't yeah. yeah i was sitting in a funeral once with my dad um and one of his friends had passed away yeah we we're just I didn't know the person. We were just sitting there talking. Yeah. And uh, my dad, he's like, he looks at me. He's like, you know, it'd be real funny is to, if like you were at a funeral and then all of a sudden they got on the, you know, the microphone and said like, Hey, you know, so-and-so really, um, you know, is sad. They can't be with you anymore, but they actually, you know, really wish they could be with you forever. And they flipped on the air conditioning and like ashes just like covered oh. everybody. <laughs> so messed up. And I just looked at my dad like, <laughs> This is what you're thinking about right now? <laughs> At your friend? I, I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, it, I was like, okay, Fred, that's next level. That's next level. That's so funny. Like, why would you do that? But yeah, he, oh was, my God. he was that kind of guy. Have you, have you thought about what you would want your funeral to be? I've thought about that. Yeah, I would just want a party. Yeah. Yeah. I want a full kegger. I want there to be <laughs> shots. I want there to be like, I want you to make the cocktails off my cocktail list. And I want everybody to get drunk and dance and have a good time. Mm-hmm. You can be sad for a little bit, but then I really don't want people to be sad. I want people to be Not like the funeral or the after party. Yeah. yeah. But I want there to be like a yeah. full like rager afterwards. Yeah. 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 I want them to play like, you know, all of my Spotify playlists or something and just like rage, rage yeah. on. I just, I don't know. I have a feeling. I mean, I feel like that's like when you're young, if you pass away early or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I'm, you know, if I pass away at 89, like most everybody I know is probably gone too. But I want the other 89 year olds to get <laughs> to just hurt. Get crazy. <laughs> I just want them to get fucked up. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Just like a bunch of old people like doing like jello shots. That's what I want. <laughs> no, that actually, I, I thought about that a lot with like as Kev's grandmother got older she she would just you get more frank about it i think yeah. about death because like she's like yeah i knew this person and then they died and then i knew this person and then they died and in some sense it was as a young person it sort of took 
to, you know, it's it's takes you a little bit by surprise when she says it with just such like she's just it's, so frank about it. It's, or, so, it's just everyday life. Yeah. But like at some point, that is what happens. Yeah. 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 I mean, I my grandpa's 105. He just turned 105. And it's oh. it's very like, you know, I was asking him some questions and it was like, yeah, like all his people are gone. You know, yeah. he's kind of the last one standing out of his like brothers, sisters. You know, he's the patriarch of the yeah. family at this point is yeah i don't want to in some sense like that's that's a really lonely position but in some sense i don't want people to be i don't want my like friends to be sad yeah so i don't want to die before them yeah like I'm i would rather make it like, this year yeah this, yeah that's true yeah this week. and not get murdered <laughs> like that's honest like one day <laughs> again fred i'm fred's daughter so um <laughs> So I was sitting just thinking about life. This was years ago. And I was like, you know what, Adam, all my friends are probably going to be the one to get murdered. And I was like, why are we thinking like that right now? You are incredibly cautious. I would not put you as the first I'm to get home. murdered. Yeah. No, but no, no, no. But it's it's not. I, I know. It just. But it is a, a weird. It's again, it's like these it's, like call of the void mortality thoughts. Yeah. That like, well, and I feel at the age I was reading this book. Yeah. Because I read a lot of books where people passed in whatever in uh -huh. horrific ways because that's what you do at that age. But I remember I'd lay in bed and be like, <laughs> What is it like to be dead? And I was trying to like not be conscious. Yeah. And it was like, you can't. And no. it, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was like my brain was like trying to think it through. And I was yeah. like, what are we doing? Okay, go to bed, please. <laughs> but I think that's like that sort of ties together so many things about this age group, mm -hmm. right? With like when you read this book and kind of the time that those kids are, you know, maybe they're a little older than that age, but you know, this is that age where you grapple with really with mortality and your brain's not fully developed. So you don't really understand risk and stuff, but you really are trying to understand as best you can, like what actually, what does it mean to be dead? What does it mean to not be here? What is spirituality? A lot of the books we've read, they really do have yeah. this theme where they like, you're grappling with life, death, the beyond God, mm -hmm. etc. You yeah. know, this book touches that too. Yeah. Yeah. So at the funeral. Yeah. She, again, she's she's recognized she's gone, but she still has this like trying to poke at people almost like trying yeah. to like get attention. And finally, she gets the attention of somebody, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you can see me kind of thing. And yeah, so Peter and her, who's also a ghost. Yeah. Um, he goes to her her funeral and they kind of reconnect. Yeah. And she's very excited now yeah, to have she, somebody. She was quite fond of him. Her brother's, or Peter's brother is really kind of nasty to her at some point because he didn't really like her that much. Yeah. And Peter did like her a lot. And, yeah. But she also is like frustrated because she liked Peter a lot. They were like, friends. And she yeah. always talks about how she, he made her laugh. And there's even a point where she's a bit like sad because Peter gave Joe these stories or or no, Jeff gave Joe oh, Peter's stories. Yeah. And uh, Sherry is kind of like, why wouldn't I get those stories? Yeah. But it's partially because Joe's like a freaky witch girl. True. Yeah. Uh, get it. I, I thought it was interesting too because like um, J there's a part where Sherry mentions that like the reason why she, she didn't go to Joe, uh, she didn't go to Peter's a funeral. Yeah. And it was because she was so sad. Yeah. And yeah. like it just spoke because it was one of those situations too where he was not necessarily in the popular crowd. Yeah. He was definitely more alternative. And but it was just they clicked. And yeah. anyway, so they get together and he's kind of like, okay. And she had started seeing like so in she can see like different light strands and yeah. things. And so the light's kind of like calling her, but she's kind of hesitant. Yeah. And, um anyway, but Joe's like, or Joe. <laughs> Peter's like, hey, you need to go into the light. You yeah. know, like it's time for you to pass. She's like, no, I no. want to figure out who killed me. Yeah. I didn't jump. Yeah. 
And then he, he kind of reluctantly decides to help her on her quest. Yep. And he's like, all right, first lesson is how to teleport. Yeah. Basically, or how to like, she is not a she fan. She can't do it. Not a fan. She's really bad at it. Really bad. And he, he says this really inspirational thing, which I like. He's like, um, you're not learning to do it. You're unlearning the belief that you can't do it. Try again without trying. Okay. My new mantra for life. Just just paint that on a piece of barn wood and sell that <laughs> shit on Etsy. <laughs> So he really tried with her and then it was just like hard pass yeah. does not work. But they just, she decides that she wants to start investigating her murder. Yeah. And there is a detective that's been assigned who is. Yes. I, so Lieutenant have, Garrett. Have you ever watched Bob's Burgers? No. Oh, there's this like really kind of ineffective police officer who's very gruff and drinks a lot of coffee and is like all the time. I just kept imagining Garrett as the, I can't remember the officer's name. But the officer from Bob's Burgers, <laughs> the animated show. That's who it was. So, yeah, he's sort of like, in some sense, he's kind of a trope. It's like, you know, grizzled officer, but with a heart of gold because his mm -hmm. daughter does drugs mm -hmm. now. Which we find out in this universe, yeah. if you do drugs, you can see the spirit. What is it? The spirit plane. Because... They go, so they're following Lieutenant uh, Peter and Sherry are following Lieutenant Garrett to see kind of track him on the trail. Yeah. And he and goes to see to if he can drive because he's <laughs> been drinking like a ton. <laughs> we do not condone that, by the way. My no. husband's picking me up yeah. later. <laughs> but he, but they, they find out his daughter is a pretty serious addict, but she can see them in the room. Which when they're does mean that every guy i met in la who talked about their transformative experience with the dead at burning man might have been actually telling the truth you it, shouldn't have mocked them <laughs> I, i'm continuing to mock them i'm so sorry i'm so sorry burning man burnout mm. you are right you could see the dead and connect with the other astral planes good job have you ever connected to a ghost or seen a ghost no 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 i mean i had like creeped myself out and gotten freaked got like freaked out by stuff but um and I cannot watch the ghosty shows. My mom likes to watch the ghosty shows before she goes to bed, which I just like mm -mm. would rather watch yeah, yeah. diners, drive-ins and dives. But I, yeah, I think in some sense, like I, I, there used, did you ever watch the show? Um, there used to be a show on Buzzfeed called Buzzfeed Unsolved. Mm -hmm. And it was two guys going, there's always like a true crime season and a, and then a, a supernatural season. And in the supernatural season, they would go and visit haunted places or spend the night in a haunted house or do, you know, go to a bridge where there's so supposedly like a goat man that haunts the bridge. <laughs> a goat man. There's a one with the goat man. It's very good. It's actually really funny. But there's one of them that definitely believes and one of them that just makes fun of the guy that believes. And then they walk around with the spirit box and they have all the like, cameras and stuff that like the ghost hunters do oh, yeah, and, yeah. and you know he sort of the guy the the very like sort of the straight man guy he sort of uh just mocks the other guy i'm definitely more in the mocky side where i don't i don't know if i like i, I kind of think that if i even if there were ghosts i don't believe in it enough that i would see a ghost mm. i have seen several in my life um i was susceptible to ghosts um, and as much as I made fun of the crystal girlies, you'll know now that I'm probably one of you. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had a couple experiences. Wait, tell me. Tell so me the first one, well, I've had many, but like uh, I was living in Chicago mm -hmm. and I was going to school. I lived in this apartment in the South Loop. Um, it used to be an old YMCA at some point. And mm -hmm. I remember I was, my bed was like in the corner. So it's like my back, when I laid facing the wall, my back was like out into the 
the yonder of my mm-hmm. room. And I was reading a book or something. And all of a sudden I had the strongest presence of like, you know, like when you're around little kids and they're just staring at you. Ooh. It was that there was like just three or four little kids just sitting kind of like um, on their knees and crisscross applesauce, like by me, like waiting for me to read them a book or entertain them. And ah. it, was, it was so strong. I could feel them. Like, did, I you, could, did you read the book? Um, no, them? I literally though it was it was long enough that I was like, all right, guys, it's time for you to go now. You're gonna need to go, and then they dissipated. But it was like I couldn't Whoa. turn, and I I would I refused because I was facing my the wall, yeah, and I could not turn over. I was like, Mm-mm. do you think it was a ghost or do you think it was like a night terror? I was wide awake, like hundred oh percent. Okay, like I've had lots of like yeah, yeah, creepy yeah. crawly feelings. I think some element of it, I don't know. Part of me thinks that, yeah, if you did, like, if you do believe, I don't know if, the, yeah, I don't know. I don't do know. I think I saw a real ghost? I don't know. You, what do I know? Maybe, though. I mean, I, if physics tells me. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but there's different dimensions and yeah, there's different yeah. things. Like, there's energies that we don't, that, yeah. that are around us and there's forces. things we don't understand. I mean, it could have been a lot of things. I, yeah. do, do I think it was five little children from the YMCA that perished in the building during a fire? Probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other, the most, yeah. like I've had some really terrifying experiences with the supernatural. Like yeah. um, I was in college. I was uh, at Western Washington University mm. and uh, I was living in dorms and one night I was like having the most vivid dream yeah. about this girl that was being tortured. Not like, not like yeah. tortured, but like emotionally tortured. Like she was really struggling at college and she lived in my dorm room and I, I'm like living it through her eyes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she, she took her own life Oh, and it was, and then she came back to me and it was the most visceral. Yeah. I've never had a night terror before, but huh. it was, I woke up and I was Ter- like terrified yeah. I was so scared that it got to the point where I was asking like the RA and different people hey did um somebody die in my room because it was that that yeah. presence was so strong so that was super fun um, yeah that would that would kind of ruin my month yeah it, <laughs> like, was, it was it actually like I've never in my life experienced anything like it since thankfully yeah. but it was so terrifying um, and I don't know. I think that's why I like these types of books. I yeah. don't know. It's just weird. No, no, no. I think I, I, yeah, I, I think that that's, so I will say one, one thing about this is while I don't necessarily think I've had an experience with the supernatural or anything like that, I also, uh, don't, you know, like I don't call it into your life. God, no, no. <laughs> Outside of like the playing Ouija board as a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't fuck with demons like nope. that stuff. Like I feel no need to like. If it's Test not, the waters. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like if it's true, if it's not, it's, if it's not true and I don't necessarily think it is, you know, that's great. I, I just continue on my life. But if it is true, <laughs> you, 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 you know, yeah. goofed. Yeah. Like you've yeah. worked with demons. Yes. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> but yeah, I can't even yeah. watch, I cannot even watch the trailers of scary yeah, movies. No, nothing. That's anything I, that is spiritual. I don't need that in my, yeah, yeah that's, that's hundred yeah. percent true. I will, true. And I like horror films. Like I will watch a slasher film, no. things like that, that are like, so to me, like Jason and that stuff is so far-fetched or scream. I'm like, whatever. But if the second it becomes like, I mean, I tried to watch it, the new oh, version. Yeah. I lasted for 40, like the first like quarter of the movie and I had to turn it off and I was watching it in the middle of the day and I was so terrified. I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. 
Apparently I, I couldn't even watch the Paranormal Activity oh, like, no. trailer. No, no, no. That gave me nightmares. I can't I can't do that. And so there, there was one of these episodes of BuzzFeed Unsolved where they go talk to a priest. And the, the guy who doesn't believe, Shane, is very flippant about it. And I remember telling Kevin, like, yeah, okay, I'm generally with Shane on these things. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I Just don't in case, play. I, yeah. It's my insurance card. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to open myself up. To yeah. That. I don't want to like, I don't, I don't know if I believe in full on like exorcism or any of that, mm. but like, but I'm not going to watch the exorcist no, again. No. Watch that when I was like nine, not appropriate. Hey, hey I, I have a joke. I have oh, a joke. What? What happens if you don't pay your exorcist? What? You get repossessed. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> my, our priest told that joke in mass at one point. That's amazing. Grad school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Father Chris, funniest church joke I've ever heard. <laughs> I really like that joke. It's a good one. That's a good one. Thanks. So, um, so Sherry and Peter are kind of running around. They're following the tech, 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 de- they're following the detective. The detective. Uh, they're starting to like stalk her friends and kind yeah. of see their reactions. But they're also themselves being stalked by the shadow. The shadow. Yeah. And it's like it's different for each one of them. <gasps> yes. But it's freaking terrifying. I okay. This made me think of Ghost, where oh the little gosh, the yes. creepy shadow people pull the people yes. to hell. Ah, that was nah. too much. No, that's that is, okay. that, when I was a kid, that yeah. scared the shit oh, yeah. out of me. And then I watched it as an adult and was like, that's terrible CG. Y- yes. Yep. 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 <laughs> but it's so scary. It was so scary. When I was growing up, we had a ranch style house. So it was just like room after room, mm-hmm. you know, not open concept. And it was like, it went like living room, dining room, kitchen family room Mm -hmm. and the family room is where like the dryers were at the very far corner and it was so dark in there and um we didn't have a smart house or anything so you couldn't see like dining room lights on please or living room you know like it was i still don't have a smart house i I had to go flip my switches manually that's for for the poppers Uh, (laughs) (laughs) got you get yourself a 50 dollar hue bulb uh not sponsored anyway but when i was growing up it was so dark out there. Those shadows from ghosts, that yeah. was the feeling out there. Yeah. And so there'd be times I'd like go out to the kitchen for a drink of water. If I didn't turn the light on, that feeling would overcome me and I'd have to book it to my room. Yes. Get under the covers. And I was just like so scared. And it didn't yeah. last just through like being a little kid. It was all the way up. Like I moved home from college. I would still have that feeling. Like at one point I asked my parents, did something happen? Like, did we buy ground that belonged? To- well, it obviously belonged to other people, but that this ground was sacred or something. Like what is going on that this feels so like it wants me out of the house? Yeah. <sighs> it's that's like creepy yeah i i'm i was definitely asleep with the hallway light on type mm-hmm. of person because like yeah i don't like the creepy darks but no yeah no no thank you and then after ghost that really ruined shadows oh yeah but yeah i just kept thinking of ghost with the shadow well and the shadow th- yeah the shadow thing was really scary yeah it was I super agree. scary yeah so there's a lot a big chunk of this book is just like sherry running around and trying to figure out who killed her and what's going on and the ins yep. and outs and um, they're kind of like her and Peter, like they'll see their shadows and they run from them. And finally, finally, Sherry's like, I'm going to confront my shadow. Yeah. Like I need to, I need to get over this. And so she, she goes over to Beth's house and she like scales the fence. It just cracks me up because she could just teleport, but she just mentally no, cannot. She, she spider woman's. Yes. <laughs> she up the, up the drain post, just shimmies her way. Uh, and, and she goes to the spot where she yes. died and the shadow is there. Yeah. And she goes basically into the shadow. Well, she dives off. She jumps oh, off the balcony oh, that. Yes. into the shadow. Yeah. And then the shadow She's, shows her a lot of things. Y- yes. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Uh, so basically, Sherry gets like, this is your life. Yeah. She gets to relive her birth. Yeah. And come to find out, uh, she's not who she thought she was. 
Yeah. So there was um, an incident at the hospital she was at where she was switched. Yeah. And we find out that Sherry Cooper, her parents are actually Joe's dad and Mrs. Parrish. Yes. Who were having an illicit affair. An illicit affair. So Joe's dad is having an affair with her aunt. They get pregnant. And Joe's mom is so upset about it, she switches the babies. Yes. And so Amanda is actually... She should be Amanda she, Cooper. She should be Amanda Cooper. It's Jim Jimmy's sister, who they're dating now, which is great. Ooh. And... Just full on Luke and Leia vibes. Yes. Gross. Gross. <laughs> and well, and, and she's lived this life of being kind of like poor and yes. having a hard time watching her mom and herself have to go and clean someone else's house that has everything that's about the same age. Yep. And and that was her life. Mm-hmm. And so Sherry realized she was switched at birth. There's all this this backstory. Her best friend is now her half sister and cousin. Yep. And, and it turns out Mrs. Parrish, who she has a like, strong affinity towards, is actually her mother. Yes. Which it makes sense because she said she wanted to see her mom at one point like when she first passed away and she woke up in Mrs. Parrish's house. Yeah. And we didn't know why, but now we do. Mm-hmm. And so Sherry's eyes are now open, but she's also confronted her shadow. So she has a lot more power, which is which is good, I guess. Yeah. She, you know, the, the, the shadow is different for everybody and her shadow is basically that's following her around is her unknown past. Yes. Right? That's the thing that's actually haunting her life. And that's, frankly the thing that ends up leading to her death yes and um i know at, again at the same time lieutenant garrett is like doing some research and he realizes something is up with um amanda yes so he's got his diagram he's made with the crisscrossy dotted lines <laughs> that they see the you know he has you know interrogated everybody they hop a lot of free rides in his truck <laughs> hop around town <laughs> But uh, yeah, they they basically, he starts to put it together. And I feel like Amanda feels a little bit like it's closing in. A little well, bit because of yeah. her choices that yeah. she makes. So she's at this point has sort of absconded with uh, the brother. Yeah. So Sherry's parents decide to go out of town. Yeah. They need to get away. And so Jim Jimmy's like, hey, I bring my girlfriend over. Yeah. And, what's and, and, and we find out that through this too, Jimmy's a diabetic. Yes. Yes. Well, we find that out very early, very right? Because Amanda's like messing around in his supply. Yeah. Turns out she's also a diabetic. Yeah. And also has the same color eyes yeah. and the same hair. Yeah. And the color blend. And, and they look the same. And so, they look uh, the same. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. But, um, but yeah. But Amanda makes up a plan. Mm-hmm. And since she's alone with Jim, she's trying to like, they have a fire on. Which yeah. I don't know what time of year this is, but I thought it was weird that they had a fire. If it's raining, it might be L.A. in the in the like winter, which is cold. Okay, I mean, I imagine if it if it's raining. Okay, like it was the probably first that. Okay, yeah, probably. so they like are in bathrobes and like laying in the living room. They're eating a whole cake and and some wine because yeah. nothing says let's get sexy like pounding cake and wine. <laughs> well, and she's like sh- trying to get him and he's like, I probably good diabetes and she's like trying to like no, get no, it no. in. No, no, Take a little more. But and, and then she's like, oh, he's like, I'm going to need a shot. She's like, let me give it to you. Ugh. So yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, so she's, weird. I mean, I she's, there's more. There's than a lot just going weird. on. Yeah. yeah. She's, you know, she she talks about, oh, the last time I had cake, Sherry gave it to me and I felt bad. And she's like kind of talking bad about Sherry to her brother and cherry literally has just died yeah 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 it's, it's pretty like she's it's pretty, pretty gross. messed up yeah yeah it's pretty messed up and so it, it's it becomes evident that um uh amanda has no good plans she no. is going to be um 
doing something really horrible yep. to, to Jim. And she loads up a vial of insulin. Yeah. For, for like 10 times the dose he should yeah. undergo. And is trying to make it happen. All the while, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Garrett is on the trail. Yeah. He's like kind of rushing over there. But Peter and Sherry get there first. And Sherry's like... Sherry learns to fly. Yeah. <laughs> But and she's like Peter, do something, and and she had found out before that Peter was the one that actually like entered her body during yes. the seance, and so she's like enter his body, you know, and he's and like it's he hard for me for to a do. Little bit, yeah, and she's able, he's able to get um, Amanda to like not be able to give her brother the shot, and then, yeah, and then oh, and then she get, tried to give the brother the the air shot. Yeah, she tried. Well, so she gives him the shot. He passes out. And then he, she tries to give him the air bubbles to give him a heart attack. And at this point, she goes into her full, like, syndrome monologue of, like, <laughs> yes, I am your sister, and I killed your who you thought was your sister, who's not your sister. Yeah. I hated her. And, and she goes full monologue, full evil villain, and, uh, yeah, yeah, just tries to kill him. And then Sherry goes into his dream, which is something she was able to... Well, she goes into the bubble and is... It's a it's weird... weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this part was like a little weird. I was like, what's happening again? But yeah. she is able to help dissipate the bubble. Yeah, so she talks to Jimmy. They, you know, he's like, well, maybe I'll just die and then we can hang out some more. And she's like, you're not supposed to die. You need to pop the balloon yeah. that you're holding because it's actually a bubble in your yep. heart. But then the other thing they... Uh, they sort of deal with is that they talk about they have the black soot in the dream in the, on their hands mm -hmm. and it's hate hate uh, for uh, Amanda and so they need to like forgive her uh, for them to like be able to pop the balloon yeah because in some sense and they kind of hit this at the end is that Amanda while definitely full supervillain mode right now like she's heard her mother praying in the night about you know God keep them from banging because they're siblings and she knows she's heard her mom like talk about it. she mm -hmm. knows who she is mm -hmm. and she's like angry and she's resentful sherry grew up in a mansion and i grew up with the pores mm -hmm. and like gets she's she's got a lot of like baggage to carry so i'm not justifying her like obviously trying you know a murder mm -hmm. and attempted yeah. murder yeah. <laughs> uh, but but like she really has had to deal with something that at you mm -hmm. know with with effectively the sins of her mother's yeah her mother and her and her uh, aunt. Yeah. Or who th she thinks who th is her yeah. mom and her aunt. So they have to get rid of the soot. That's me getting soot <laughs> off my hands. They get rid of the soot and they're able to like pop the bubble. Yes. And then Lieutenant Garrett and the like cavalry show up. Yeah. They stop the funeral pyre that she's like trying yeah. to build. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's wild. Like she really was going out with some style. Yeah. Uh, but Blaze of glory. And so, uh, so, so Sherry and... Peter go outside and like now the brothers like getting put on the gurney and all the stuff is happening. It kind of reminds me there was this Waffle House sketch on <laughs> SNL recently. Oh yes, where I it's saw like that. it's like this couple's like breaking up or having a conversation. Like yeah, and one's gonna like, go to college. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then behind it's like the whole like the girl with the chair at Waffle House scene, and it's everything is just going off, but it's so calm outside. Yeah. It reminded me of that because yeah. it was just like. This is still a shit show. Yeah. Like, it's wild well, what's happening. And her and Peter are just talking now. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a scene even, like, mid-fight where, like, um, she's trying to convince Peter to jump in Amanda's body. And yeah. Amanda, he's Peter's like, you know, it would be really good time right now to, like, commit to, like, confess my feelings. Yes. <laughs> and he, like, stops midway and he's like, thing. that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was happy for that. Yes. Well, well, and yeah. 
going back a little bit, we do find out that Peter's death was not accidental. Yes. And that's part of like why he's had a hard time facing his shadow and facing up to his own He's got a lot of like guilt, right? Yeah. And so he talks about, you know, all the reasons that he, and and I think this actually hits something kind of, kind of important and poignant, which is that, you know, Sherry's like, I don't understand why you would have killed yourself because Mm -hmm. like you had everything. And he's like, well, I just torn my rotator cuff, which I guess- Tommy John's surgery or whatever that it wasn't a thing at that point as to the way it is now. So I just torn my rotator cuff and you wouldn't date me and everything was kind of going bad and I was depressed and and she she gets really frustrated because she's like, well, you, I would have dated you. You just needed to, you just had to ask me, you know, you just so you you didn't shoot your shot. So like we could have had fun. That's mm-hmm. what she says. We could have had mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And he, you know, realizes he kind of messed up, but he he kind of talks about that, too. He realizes he messed up right as he's dying, too, yeah. that like, oh, I shouldn't have like, oops, yeah, ridden. My, but you, you taught you when you, they like interview people who were rescued jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff. They all say the same thing. Right? Yeah. I realized that I had made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But now they're together in the afterlife. And yeah, <laughs> they she, are. And, and she's like, you can kiss me. And he's like, only if I get to see your bubbies. Oh, I forgot that part. Oh, that's, it says because uh, she talks about did you did you watch me while I shower? Oh yeah, I mean, and then she's like, well, what do, he that, says something about what do I owe you? And she says two years of kisses, and she says he says only if you take your top off. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you guys are fucking high schoolers. <laughs> okay, I gotta say though, yeah, that shit scared scared me when I was a kid because ghosts seeing you naked, people that have passed. So in my kid brain, first of all, God's always watching. So I'm like, every time I was in the, not every time, but there'd be times in the shower that I'd be just like, are you you looking at, are you looking at me right now? And then (laughs) I had had people pass when I was younger and it was just like, you know, people will say like, oh, they're always with you. And I would be like, are they watching me in the shower? Are they watching me like go to the bathroom? (laughs) Like I feel very violated to the point that when I was a kid, like we used to always have like National Enquirer and Star Magazine because, you know, that was my dad's style. But if there was any any pictures on anything yeah. in the bathroom, I thought the person could see me. So like Michael, Harry Potter style. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> but like in my brain, and it lasted way longer than it should have. I would like, okay, Madonna's on the cover of this magazine. Right now, I'm, you know, whatever. And Madonna can see me right now. Like in, in her life, in her reality, she's like <laughs> seeing this little brown girl. And tries, you know, just like in the, going to the bathroom. In, yeah. And I was just like, oh, so I'd like close it. I'd have to yeah. flip things over. It was very problematic. Did you, ever, <laughs> did you ever read The Lovely Bones? No, I saw the movie and I, it was horrific. Uh, the book is good. Okay. The well, book was lovely. Well, I've never seen the movie. The movie made me so sad. I, I'm like, never. I mean, it's very sad. The yeah. book is also sad. Yeah. But there's like a scene where she t- sort of talks about like, her sister and her sister's boyfriend decide to like finally have sex for the first time. And she talks about like, yes. And everybody looked away. You know, it's like, I hope that if that's true, yeah. the, the ghosties have yeah. the, 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 the presence of mind and to the not, kindness to not. I don't want anybody seeing anything no. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. You're allowed to get freaky in your own home yeah. without the fear of ghosts watching. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so, uh, Peter and, and Peter and Sherry are like they've kind of come to peace with everything, and yeah. it's uh, she gets him to go towards the light. Even yeah, they're they've decided they're going to cross over, but um, she's she uses her brother's computer to type her own story. So we realize that the book was written by her. 
Yeah. Like inhabiting her brother's body yes, and like making away him at night type at night. When he's you imagine sleepwalking. how damn tired he was during the oh, day. Oh gosh. He was just like, oh yeah, I didn't sleep well. And it's like, you know, your ghost sister was using your body to type a novel. <laughs> it's so sad. Uh, His boss is like, why are you falling asleep on the job? <laughs> He's a sleepwalker too, so it's just extra, extra burden. Extra. How, uh, how could she? <laughs> so at the, end, the very end of the book, I just want to read the last little bit because it just kind of made me smile. She said, "Yet uh, I, I also have had selfish reason for wanting my story told. I was young when I died. I didn't have a chance to make my mark in the world. I didn't do anything unique. Nothing that will change the course of history. But I wasn't a bad girl. I don't want to be forgiven. I want people to remember me." And it just I liked that. Yeah. I liked I I liked this whole book. Yeah. Actually. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. I, I thought this one was like there wasn't a whole lot of problematic stuff. They were quite sensitive to issues. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I mean there wasn't a ton of representation. It was mostly a lot of rich white kids, but you know. <sighs> I mean, it's a lot less trigger warnings than many of the books we've read. Way less than Angus Thongs. Oh my god. Jeez, mm. But no, I thought that I liked I liked that line too. I, I liked the you know, there's like an element of just being like accepting in some sense of like, not of like media, it kind of is accepting of mediocrity, but yeah. that, you know, most of us aren't going to make huge impacts, but you know, you might, she did have impacts on other people's lives and that's really yeah. all you can ask for. Yeah. And it wasn't all bad. Like she obviously like. She had her moments. She, yeah, some things, she, she wasn't great. She wasn't always the hero in her own no. story. The, like, her giving the Beatles album to Beth was, yeah. like, such shit. Just yeah. Like, and, such shitty and thing. She, <laughs> and she kind of talked badly about Amanda being, like, the token popper yeah. and different things. But mm -hmm. that line, I think, stuck with me because I feel like that's where I'm at in life of, like, listen, this yeah. is what it is. Well, yeah. Th th this is it. Y you're not going to be a history maker. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like coming to terms with that, I think is a very real thing for most people. Yeah. I just want like most of the people I've interacted with to come away with a positive yeah, feeling. Exactly. I, and like knowing that I haven't always been nice and but I have hopefully haven't been bad or mean or cruel. Seriously. So maybe oh. a little cranky and cruel sometimes, <laughs> but like, you know. But not enough to count. Like I feel like that kind of gets uh, washed away with the bigger picture when it's not your normal personality. You know, like, yeah, hopefully. like if you're a dick all the time, people remember you as a dick. But if you're a dick once in a while, it's like most people give grace and are like, oh, must be having a bad day. You know, that's true. That's true. OK, so what do we what are we feeling? What do we rate this book? Or let me see. Sounds like we both have positive feelings overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are what are you what are you taking away? What are you what are you going to give this one? Uh, eight out of ten. I see dead peoples. OK, love yeah. that. It's uh. It's good. It's like it's it's a little creepy, but not totally creepy. Yeah. It's in kind of on a high note. It's a good murder mystery. Yeah. Yeah. They they fall in love at the end. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It was. And it's I mean, it was an interesting story. I I mean, they didn't they didn't say this, but I would probably give it like a bucket full of banana clips. Yeah. Like it's it was that's a happy day. Banana you know? clips. Do you not know what a banana clip is? Like the butterfly clips? No, it's no. In the, it's kind of in the shape of a banana, but it has all these little like prongs oh, and it goes in the back of your yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not a claw the clip. Claw, oh, okay. I, we used claw clips. I didn't have a banana clip, but yeah. I had the claw clip. Yeah. I just feel yeah. like this is like banana clips and Aquanet. Like it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. She, she was probably going to, you know, they were probably bopping to some Wilson Phillips and having a great time. Yeah. Technically, Wilson Phillips wasn't out yet. That was 90. Was it 90? Oh, I thought 89. 89 would have been like 
something else. What's 89, going on? Maybe it would have been Paula Abdul. <gasps> Straight up now tell me, do you yeah, really want to love like, me forever? I feel like uh, that uh, came uh, out uh. around that time. I love that song. Oh my gosh. I used to love the ki- the one with the, the dancing cat too. Just the opposites attract. <laughs> I was like, this is a sexy video and I am not sexy, sexy, but Okay. <laughs> but just like dancing wise it was yeah. like it was so cool like paula abdul is like a, an ex she's a, there's you know amazing yeah. <laughs> that excellent dancer that one video when they're on the scaffolding that you were that was like that is the vibe i want for my life do i have it absolutely not <laughs> but it's what i wanted i just i think my mom jazzercised to paula oh, abdul straight sure. up yeah that's one thing i miss from the 80s and like early 90s was just the the Aerobics. The aerobic outfits. Yeah. They were something else. Jazzer Togs. My mom had a full collection. I think it was, it must have been like 90. So it's right. I'm around around this time. My aunt sent me a gift for Easter and it was an exercise outfit. They were like floral bike shorts with a pink thong leotard. Yep. Oh, my mom rocked that shit back. And I was like, am I allowed to own this? Yeah, because it was get, so scandalous. You get it with the little slouchy socks. Um, the socks uh, leg that come warmer. Up. Yes, not full leg warmers. I know, I know. What you're this, talking like about, in the '90s, they went from the leg warmer to, to the, the slouchy sock. socks with the Reeboks. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was my mom's oh, so bop, and she had the like the little gray bike shorts and the Jazzer Tog, which was like the little leotard over top, oh. and yeah, and, and like violet, like electric violet. Oh yeah. And she had the double bang and was like, Ooh, and that's the, a sexy and the look. tight perm. Oh, she was very cool. That's very. That's, that's a, so good. getting them glamour shots too. <laughs> she has the one with the little bow tie and a little oh, cowboy hat. <laughs> there was nothing else I wanted more in this world when I was like, you know, in the late '80s, early '90s, was to go to the glamour. Do you shots. know where there are still glamour shots? We I looked this not. up in grad school. That's there are. Terrifying. Do you want to guess the two states that still have glamour shots? Missouri and Alabama. No. Okay. Kind of, but Texas. Oh, makes sense. Okay. And New Jersey. Hundred percent makes sense. <laughs> Uh, At least in about 2015, that's yeah. the, the places that still, because we like made a joke about going and getting glamour shots. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. Yeah. My mom had them. She had the full, like the full my thing. My got them too. And it was like, you yeah. look amazing. They did a good job. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like for now, because of the technology of cameras and Facetune and makeup things, you can really make your own glamour shots, but it's not the same. But no. you can you can really like. But can you get that blue background from <laughs> from life no. life touch? No, I don't think so. <laughs> from life so. touch school photos. <laughs> well, speaking of school, we're Ooh. taking a twist Yay. or a turn next next month. We are reading our first babysitters club book. Yay! And it's a babysitters club mystery. Mallory and the ghost cat. I'm just stoked for the inclusion of cats. Me too. Yeah, we're gonna t- next month is just gonna be like cat stories. Yeah, I prepare yourselves. Yeah, Gizmo, Merlin, Fratelli. They're all gonna feature feature prominently. And on our socials, you're gonna be like, can you guys please stop? No, yeah. no, 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 absolutely no. not. Gizmodo's got the best, uh, <laughs> the best bleps. The bleps? What's a blep? Where his little tongue sticks out. That's really cute. <laughs> I've never seen my cat with her tongue out. Oh, Gizmo occasionally forgets to... Gizmo is short for Guillermo from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Gizmo sometimes forgets to put his tongue in his mouth. Love that for him. Just doesn't fit. Okay. That's really cute. <laughs> He's so cute. So cute. So, so if you are enjoying our podcast, we would love it if you could leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Boozy Book Report. And uh, we do have some really, really exciting news, guys. We've charted. 
Um, yeah. We never thought it would happen yeah. this soon because, you know, we're only a few episodes in nope. on this podcasting journey. But we just so happened uh, sometime this spring, I think it was just like a month ago, we charted in Norway. We were 128 <laughs> on, I think it was like culture and society or the books uh, uh, genre. So thank you. Uh, shout out to all our, our Norwegians out there that are, are listening to Boozy Book Reports. We appreciate it. And uh, we're looking forward to, you know, working our way up the ranks. Yeah. Thank you, Norway. Thank you, Norway. Shout out, Norway. So yeah, good times. Yeah. A couple yeah. other quick things. Yes. Thanks what? to Kevin. Yes. My husband for driving us. And Boyana, she supplied a couple of the cocktail things today. Yes. So, so big shout out there. And to the Finley Ghost for creating our awesome intro music. Yeah. So yeah, we have lots of people out here that are friends and family and that are supporting us. And so we appreciate all of it. We would not be able to talk about all of these ghosty <laughs> book adventures <laughs> if it weren't for our, our friends. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. And thank you for listening. 